0: is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADcast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. Hello and welcome back. Our guest today is Zoa Norman. An Executive Vice President for BPO Management Services. Zoa will speak to us about what it's like to be a woman in a male dominated industry. Give us an example of an occurrence that underscores some of the incidences that women in male dominated industries can encounter.
1: A few years ago I was, I, I was at an, a junior executive position in another state and Three of the managers that reported to me were men. And I sent them to another part of the country to attend a training conference. And this training conference was an internal training conference for our company. A few days after the conference had concluded and the managers were back in their cities, I received a call from each one of them separately. And the call started with, Zoa, I want to talk to you about something that happened at the conference. And I said, okay, please. Tell me what happened. And each one of them shared with me what had happened at dinner on the final night of the conference. and at this particular training conference, all of the managers there happened to be men except for one woman, which is not terribly unusual, but I wanted to set the stage for you. The woman got up to use the ladies' room, and while she was away, a person who is at a, a man who's at a very high level in our company, started to talk about her appearance. And he talked about it in a very sexual, sensual way. Then one of the other executives joined in. And this all happened while this woman was in the bathroom. And all three of these men that reported to me when they called me later and told me about this said they were very offended by the language, by a high-level executive in a very large corporation talking like that, and so I, I stopped them, and I said, "What would you like me to do?" And because I knew that we were borderline here in a sexual harassment issue, mm-hmm. yeah. And as a manager of a company, when something like that's reported to me, I am legally obligated to report it. Each one of these male managers said, "I don't want you to do anything," because the key person who was instigating the conversation was very influential in our company reported directly to the CEO and they felt it would negatively impact their career if I reported the incident now there was other there were other issues that occurred as a result of that these three individuals happened to be sales managers and because of that incident the morale that they held their feeling about the company, their enthusiasm about our organization and representing it when they're selling in front of a prospect was diminished. And it wasn't wiped out. But on that day, their feeling about our company went down a notch.
0: I know you don't work with the company anymore and uh uh because it's it was a while ago and uh I and that the the gentleman said oh don't we don't want you to do anything we just wanted to make you aware but what was the impact do you think of that whole event
1: the overall impact was not apparent immediately Yvonne within two years two of those managers left the company forever Mm -hmm. and their sales performance and their sales teams performance did not suffer however we did have a couple of follow-up conversations, and in each of those conversations, they referenced that incident and how it did impact their feeling about the company. Mm -hmm. And how when they're in front of a customer and they're hearing a lot of objections about doing business with our organization, Mm -hmm. it lessened their ability to represent us well. Now, I don't know if they left only because of that incident. In fact, I would say that was not the only reason. But I do know that when you're in a sales role and you have a lot of negativity coming towards you and you're receiving a lot of ob- a lot of objections, you have to come across in a positive light. and you can only do that if you believe in your company and you believe in the leadership. And in that moment, they cease to believe in our leadership. And that w-
0: And the woman she never found out anyway, right?
1: No, she did not.
0: Thank heavens for that. but but there you have it, folks. That's an example of the kinds of things that happen in uh, situations where you're a woman in a male-dominated industry so have you ever felt like you were being treated unfairly because you're a woman and what did you do about it
1: yes I have Yvonne earlier in my career I was working for a bank and I was up for promotion the top person that I was competing with happened to be a man I got the promotion, and he got a bigger raise. So I asked to meet with the VP of our department, and in the meeting I said, can you help me understand this? You promoted me, and you gave me more responsibility, yet you gave the other person more money. And the vice president's response to me was, of course I can tell you why. It's because, and I don't want to say this person's name, but it's because he has a wife and two children to support, and you don't. At that point in my career, I felt like my options were quite limited. Filing a lawsuit was not something that even occurred to me at the time. For one thing, I didn't have enough money to hire an attorney. So
0: that raise would have really helped.
1: Yes, that raise would have helped him. (laughs) And and so I realized I needed more leverage and more bargaining power. mm -hmm. And I made a note that I was going to finish my college degree and then I would not be in that position again because I would have more power and more bargaining
0: capacity yeah yes exactly so so is that what you did you went and finished your mm-hmm. college degree and then uh, from that point on of yeah. course you always you, 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 you never had that kind of issue ever again
1: so Yvonne I do feel that I was treated unfairly but I also have to tell you that that bank manager did me a real favor if that would not have happened I probably would not have gone back to college and would not have gotten my degree and would never have gotten a job in the corporate world. So it was
0: a turning point in your career then, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what would you say to young women who uh, find themselves in such positions?
1: I would say that whatever you can do to give yourself the most value to a company, Make sure you do that. And one of those things is by having your college degree. Also, it gives you that piece of paper to get in the door. There are a lot of companies that just won't talk to people if they don't have a college degree. But that gives you one more thing on your resume that makes you valuable and hireable.
0: Well said, Zoa. And, and for uh, the l- women who are listening to this, I would just like to say things like this happen all the time. And just don't let it get in your way. Use it as an opportunity to deal with obstacles, move forward, and have it be uh, the impetus, if you will, that makes you take that next step that moves you to the next level. Because these things will happen. That's life. But you don't have to let them stop you. You can have them inspire you instead. Zoa, it has been really a fantastic experience having you as our guest today. I'm so glad you were able to join us on today's JADCast. Do you have any other um, comments for our listeners regarding being a woman in a male-dominated industry or just being a woman in corporate America today?
1: Yvonne, I think we live in a very exciting time. If you think about, in our lifetime, all the changes that have occurred and how women have moved into leadership roles and are leading, leading Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 companies, it's a tremendous time of change. One of the things that I'm the most excited about is that women in my generation only had male mentors. There were no other people in roles for us to go to other than the males. For our daughters, that will be different. They will be able to go to women, and women will be able to mentor them and mentor them into very high-level positions. And I'm so pleased to be part of being, even a small part of being able to provide an opportunity like that for a future generation.
0: You've been listening to a JABcast. We hope this podcast helps you on your journey to achievement of your destiny. Remember to visit us at www.jadcommunications.com.